0: producer Michael miracle here and before we get into today's podcast I'd like to quickly invite you to join the I work for him nation being a part of the nation is all about being Jesus in your workplace because you may be the only Jesus your co-workers and employees may ever meet so head to our website iworkforhim.com and click on the nation flag then prayerfully consider joining the nation we'd love for you to join us in this workplace movement thanks again for listening here's today's podcast
1: you've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey! Thanks for tuning in to I Work for Him today. Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, kind of a retro together on Tuesdays because it's just Jim and Martha. How about that, Martha?
0: It's only us together.
1: <laughs> it's only us together. Well, right, but
0: and all our listeners,
1: right? We don't have any other guests, and uh, it, it's it. We're gonna be talking about a subject that we are really excited about talking about. Well, we're it's something we're plagued with.
0: No, we're, it's something we're very convicted about.
1: Right, we're talking about. Busyness. Busyness. That's right. Not business. But busyness. All right. So but before we get to the business, Did you
0: think that was funny?
1: It was funny. <laughs> you were laughing. It was funny. Was okay. it? You didn't think it was funny? It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. You know, but Clever. here's something though. What? Today is April the 25th.
0: I know. Eight months.
1: Eight months of shopping. Till Christmas. It's
0: not just eight months of shopping. Well, that's a lot. Oh, that's so cute. All right, there you go. Getting us in the mood. I just see snowflakes coming oh, down when you hear that Presents song. around
1: the tree together with Everybody family,
0: starts swaying eating eggnog. and snapping their oh, fingers. Just
1: eight months of shopping left till Christmas. Michael, miracle. Thank you so much for that Christmas interlude right here on I <laughs> work for him. How many of you are going, wait a minute, but it's not even summer yet? That's okay. Because really, we should celebrate Christmas throughout the year. Right, Martha?
0: Yes, we should, and that's why I said not just eight months till shopping is needs to be done, but it's eight months. That's in a preparation. guy's perspective. That's a guy's
1: perspective. It's preparation
0: for a very special day of celebrating the birth of our savior.
1: But we can celebrate that every day. We should. But the shopping deadline is the twenty-fifth. Okay,
0: there you go. Unless you just make up a different day that you're going to share gifts. Hey, but we did see some snow this weekend.
1: We did see snow. We were up in the tundra <laughs> this past weekend, and there was still some remaining snow piles.
0: I on a snow at hill. majestic Mount Buck, yes,
1: just south of Minneapolis and St. Paul, there was still some snow. Piles. And
0: actually, northern Minnesota got snow this weekend while we was were there. Funny,
1: why would you live in a place that still snows that much at the end of oh, April?
0: Well, because it was good precipitation; it didn't run off right away. It got no, to soak in, right,
1: soaking in. All right, enough about the snow, oh. the cold, and Christmas. We're talking about let's let's just use the rest of this segment to talk about the marriage cruise. Okay. All right, because that's coming up. In eight months, nine months 10, months, ten months, ten months, a little under ten months. Okay. But we've spread the word out far and wide. Mm-hmm. But underst- I just want to make sure everybody understands, everybody listening can go on the marriage retreat cruise. But not everybody listening can go on the marriage retreat cruise. Number one, you need to be married. Husband and wives are welcome. Yes. And people came last time from all over the place. That means you can come. But it is limited just to 20 couples. Right. And we've got commercials out there just to remind people, but people are going to start signing up because if you sign up now, you can actually just make monthly just installments so you don't have to write a check all at one time. And maybe that's not your deal, but there's only 20 spots. Right. And we now have an audience of thousands of people and there are people thinking, I'm just telling you, stop thinking, start putting money down and reserve your spot because and and reserve the spot. Know that you're going, this is really going to be an incredible time. I mean, I, I, I'm excited about it.
0: I am, too. And um, we've been kicking around lots of different things that we're going to talk about. And... Well, let's first
1: talk about the ambiance. Oh. We'll be cruising on the Royal Caribbean Brilliance of the Seas, which is a phenomenally beautiful ship right out of Tampa Bay. In fact, as the sun sets on February the 8th, we will be going underneath the Sunshine Skyway. In fact, we're trying to recruit a couple who wants to go on the marriage retreat cruise that wants to have their wedding on the bow of the cruise ship as we go underneath <laughs> the skyway.
0: So if you want to get married on February 8th,
1: and then 2018.
0: Then go mar- That's right. And then and spend and your weekend with 19 other couples <laughs> and a ship full.
1: Learning, around, learning about cru- uh, about marriage on a cruise ship.
0: Yeah. Yes, then That would be pretty that'd interesting. That would be great. I, we might get somebody that would want to renew their vows.
1: We could do that. That
0: would be. And it's always
1: windy on the bow of the cruise ship as we go underneath sure. the Sunshine Skyway. But
0: last, on Easter, we came home over the Sunshine Skyway in the evening just as a cruise ship was going underneath the bridge. And it reminded us of how fun that is. Because that's really just like the, as you're setting sail, that's like the first big thing, getting, pulling out of Tampa and going under the bridge. And
1: there's right. nothing like that scraping sound as the tall ships yeah. go underneath the skyway and their antennas go like this. <coughs> Underneath the bridge.
0: Now everybody knows that doesn't really happen. You Prove just it. think it's going to happen. You haven't heard it. You just want. You just think it's going to happen.
1: Well, how can you hear it over the loud horns that are Maybe going? Maybe that's on why it. they do. Right, their horns. So look, we leave on a Thursday afternoon, mm-hmm. February the eighth, two thousand eighteen, and we cruise to Cozumel. Now the whole next day is at sea, so it's a day dedicated, a couple of one and a half hour sessions dedicated towards topics. That will help you grow and strengthen your marriage, and then a lunch topic conversation for couples to be intentional in conversation. Free time in the afternoon, after another short session, and then dinner with everybody—a late dinner with everybody. All the couples eat the dinner together. We have a phenomenal, great time. Everybody getting to know each other. Uh, so lots of, fr- and then the next day is in Cozumel, incredible place. Places we can go to. Uh, paradise island we can go to apply Playa mia you can go see the ruins you can go on a submarine ride you can go swim with the dolphins you, you can go, can swim go with the shopping stingrays. you, you can, can go
0: snorkeling yes you can
1: you can do all of those things while you're on cozumel
0: or nothing or do you can nothing stay on the boat and sleep
1: <clears throat> that's right or just
0: hang out at the pool the or... greatest part
1: about this cruise besides working hard in your marriage is that there's no internet unless you're willing to pay extra there's no cell phone service unless you're really willing to pay extra Don't there's no it. children they're not welcome on the marriage retreat cruise <laughs> it's just You're just gonna be blunt yeah they're not welcome. it's just it's just a getaway it is uh, and then on their way back from cozumel again the next day couple of sessions really intentional and then we'll do a breakout session for entrepreneurial couples
0: mm-hmm, which is always fun we tend to, I don't know if it's because we just happen, maybe there's just so many people that are entrepreneurs that we tend to have a good amount of entrepreneurs on our cruises. So we do the breakout session where we can really focus on how it impacts marriage and what they can do to engage that part of their life.
1: We're talking about our the iWorkRim Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat, sponsored by iWorkRim, next February the 18th. And you're going, Jim? Why are you talking about so long? Because I don't want you to go into debt to go on a marriage cruise. I want you to just make small little payments so that it's all ready and paid for by Christmas time. It'd be phenomenal. But you need to register now so that you get one of the twenty spots, the twenty couple spots. It's, it, it's yeah. It's-
0: and we were talking to somebody recently who didn't realize that you could actually register now. So just wanted to you know make sure that we highlighted that. Tell people that couple of easy ways to, f- should I tell them about how to find out about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Okay. So, wow, no, you sounded a like secret. a game show there. Absolutely. Behind door number one. <laughs> you can go to Facebook and you can look for our event on the I Work For Him Facebook page. And there it gives you a link to the Cruise Planners website, Salty Breeze Cruise Planners. There's also a phone number you can call Rick Saltarelli and he will answer all your questions, help you get registered. But also click on that event and say you're going or say you're interested because we do message there and let talk to people. And that just also gives other people an idea of how many people are coming.
1: Yeah, and and flying into Tampa is super easy from anywhere in the country. And if you live in an Allegiant city... You're oh. flying on Allegiance super cheap. Yes. To get right in here the St. Pete. Yes. Uh, and it's literally right downtown Tampa. And, and you, I mean, everybody flies to Florida in the wintertime. You might as well, too. Door number two.
0: Door number two is our website, <laughs> iworkforhim.com. If they go there and go to our events tab, we have a calendar where you'll see the Cruiser Way to a Better Marriage image. And you can click on that. And that will also take you to the um, page that has a, a password, but I can tell the password because it's.
1: Don't say it on the air, honey.
0: Oh, is that behind door number three?: <laughs> Behind door number
1: three They can email
0: us at Martha at iWork the number four, him.com or Jim at the same. Iworkforhim.com. and uh, email
1: Martha. she's got all the details in her head, but we'd like to have you come. Yes. This, is, this is an event of the year. For us, we love feeding into couples. Martha and I have been doing marriage mentoring for a long time, and we just love encouraging couples. This is a super exciting time for us. This is not our first rodeo. This will be our fourth cruise, and our 10th or 11th or 12th, we got to count, marriage retreat. We love seeing couples straight through their marriage. Go out to iWorkForHim.com, click on the events page, or our iWorkForHim Facebook page, and check out our Cruiser Way fourth annual Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat, sponsored by I Work For Him. Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, where it's kind of a retro together on Tuesday. It's just Martha and I. Why are you shaking your head? It's just funny. It's funny. What's funny?
0: No, no, It's not like retro. We are together on most Tuesdays. But we just we happen always... to be alone together alone with all together. of our listeners. <laughs> all right.
1: So we're going to have a self-confessional show. Oh. One of the things that Martha and I struggle with more than anything else is being busy. We have a seriously hard time sitting still. Now, I will tell you, Martha struggles with this more than me. (laughs) (laughs) And that makes you feel so good. It does. Well, in in that, I can sit down and read a book and sit still. And I can also sit still and just watch TV and totally veg. Those two things are a little more difficult. But this is not my – I shouldn't be confessing for Martha. (laughs) Martha.
0: You know, I think a lot of women can relate with me, though. So we're just going to go there for a minute. We're going right there. We're going right there. Right Because there. we were born to multitask. So why, why not multitask? Why not try to get more done? The problem is when we're always trying to get more done.
1: All right. Well, speaking of trying to get more done... From the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse oh, 38, go for, your, your namesake. As Jesus and his disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary, and Martha does have a sister named Mary, Thank you, sat mommy, at dad. the Lord's feet listening to what he was taught. Listen to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing, or she was busy. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister Mary just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. Kind of funny. And what was Jesus' response, Martha?
0: Why was that kind of funny?
1: (laughs) It's just kind of funny. She's telling the God of the universe, make my sister help me. It's not fair. Hmm. So what did Jesus say to Martha? Martha? He
0: said, Martha, Martha, Martha. At least that's what everybody always tells me. He said that Mary picked the better thing to do, and that was to sit at Jesus' feet and be in his presence.
1: So that's really the point of today's show. Too many of us are sucked into this annoying, out-of-control busyness, and we don't even know what it's like to sit still anymore. And understand, you can't hear the voice of God if you're running like crazy all the time. I... That's opinion, of course. That's not. There's not a scripture, but it, it does say that we are supposed to be at peace with the Lord so that we can hear his voice. And when you've got music blaring or you're busy driving in traffic, I mean, it's hard to I hear I will God's... tell you,
0: though, I can hear the voice of God when I'm digging in the garden.
1: Okay, but so that's, that's busy. But that's quiet. Yeah, but... Except for when the worms mm. make that weird squeaking sound.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? There aren't even worms in Florida.
1: No, it's those big grubs. Grubs, big white grubs.
0: <laughs> they don't count the ones that they
1: highlighted on Lion King. We have those here in the ground.
0: I ignore those.
1: They're juicy yet they satisfying.
0: Kind of freak me out, and if I want to keep gardening, I have to ignore
1: them. Timon and Pumbaa just eating those <laughs> things. You remember those things? Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. So, but you were having to tell us about gardening.
0: Well, I was talking about multitasking, but you were saying doing nothing, and I, I will say that there are certain things that you can be doing that help you to focus more and be more introspective and more um, prayerful and have the distractions out of your head. All
1: right. But why are we talking about busy today? Because really, why why are we talking about busy? Is well, this something that just you and I struggle with?
0: Mm, wow. No. no. No, because I would guess that there are a whole lot of books out there on being too busy and all of the things that that implies. So I know that this is something people struggle with. Remember back in the olden days when we were in college and they said that computers were going to shorten our work week?
1: <laughs> yes, I do remember that. In that fact, is quite I heard funny. somebody joking about that on the radio the other day, how it was going to reduce our work work week to like 25 hours a week.
0: Yeah, that never happened. We just got busier. And in fact, we
1: crammed more. Into I just days. was
0: reading, yes, that Um, The trend in the workplace has actually been for people to work longer days and to the point of how many people do we know, all of our listeners, how many people do you know that have lost vacation because they didn't
1: take it? A lot. Well, our nephew just told us over the weekend he lost. Well, he tw- got
0: it taken away. Right,
1: but he wasn't but using it. He should have been using it. He lost 12 days.
0: How many people do we know that don't use the vacation? And we're, we've been guilty of it. There have been. We don't get
1: paid vacation. Okay, but
0: we have had jobs. <laughs> hey, if somebody on out there listening today
1: would like to supply paid vacation, we will go. We That's, are? That wasn't my point.
0: Oh, my was point it? was that we have. Make a been donation. In
1: go in out to Click on the donation tab.
0: My point was that we have had jobs where we have, you know, said, oh, I have this earned vacation, but I haven't taken it. So I think a lot of people can relate to that. We think we're so busy that we can't even give ourselves what we've earned. That's
1: because vacation is like punishment. It can be. Vacation is like punishment. How many of you out there listening realize that vacation is like punishment? You have to cram to get ready to go vacation. Then most of us are stupid enough to cram a bunch of stuff in our vacation and then we get home. We gotta cram We to, need
0: a vacation. We need a
1: vacation for the vacation <laughs> and we go back to work and all we do is spend time catching up. It's like getting
0: punished. But but okay, so let's take a switch on that. Yeah, we're talking
1: about busyness, not vacation.
0: Yes, but we are talking about being so busy that you can't even take the vacation okay. that you've that's where we were going with that. But I will tell you that getting ready to go on vacation helps you evaluate how busy you are and i find that i unsubscribe to more email blasts getting ready to go on vacation than at any other time of the year
1: you know more why you know what i'm talking to you about by no but
0: people can relate to that the fact that i go oh man i don't need to be getting these emails from this recipe company and i don't need to be getting these emails Are from they good recipes oh probably have you ever
1: cooked one of them nope okay well that's a good reason so
0: i can go search for them all right so
1: the busyness thing all right how The reason we're talking about busyness, and we got everybody sucked into the conversation now, Martha, but it is every couple we've ever mentored, this has been something they struggle with. And the mentor couple, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, this is something we struggle with. Mm -hmm. We have a hard time sitting still. We live across the street from the beach. When was the last time we sat on the beach? Recently. (laughs) She can't give you a date. All
0: right. We went to Sunset last Thursday night. We did. Go to sunset. I know that for a Because Martha fact. was freezing to death, but it was beautiful. It was, but p- we took pretty. the time.
1: Yes, we did. Doesn't but,
0: take much time. No,
1: it doesn't. But it, it, the point is that we're we're busy, and we live in a house that's 25 years old. So there's projects to do around the house. We've got kids scattered across the country, which is why we were in the frozen tundra this weekend. And it's so we're busy. But how do we? I mean, if we're busy all the time, how do we get recharged? let anyway, don't answer that question yet. All right. So hold that thought. What does busyness affect us negatively?
0: Well, sure it does. Tell
1: me how. Tell um, me your perspective. I'll tell you mine. You tell yours.
0: Well, if you don't have any room for surprises, then that can be, then it can become a crisis. Something that should just take a little extra time becomes something that makes you panic because you don't have the time to really deal with it. And it might be something not a big deal, but if you have a flat tire and you're so busy that you can't go get it fixed, you know, that's, that's a, you, it's naming priorities. It's making, but you, you only have 24 hours in a day. So that's the reality. There
1: was that day in 2016 where we had 24 hours and two seconds (sighs) because they had to catch the clock up.
0: So can I read a quote that I love? I know I can because... You know, I've already asked. So this is from a guy named H. Jackson Brown, Jr., and I should probably know who that is. Didn't he he
1: write music, Jackson Brown?
0: He said, don't say that you don't have enough time. You have exactly the same number of hours per day that were given to Helen Keller, Michelangelo, Mother Teresa, Leonardo da Vinci, Thomas Jefferson, and Albert Einstein. Isn't that convicting? They were all brilliant. Right, but we have the same amount of time as them. Maybe we're brilliant and we just don't use our time well.
1: (laughs) Well, I think when I look at how busyness affects us negatively, it's when we're tired. Because when I get tired, I get cranky. And And what? What were you going to say?
0: And do you feel like you're tired a lot?
1: Um, I don't feel like I'm tired a lot, except when I get up in the morning and I go to bed at night. (laughs) And in the middle of the day when I really want a (laughs) nap. So, yeah, because I need to be refreshed in order to do writing and I do a lot of writing and prep for the shows. Mm -hmm. And yes, I feel tired all the time, but we're empty nesters and we we're we're not busy. We like our evenings occasionally, but that's when we do a lot of um, volunteer work. Yes. And so it's we feel we're available. Sometimes it makes us feel busy. But like I just waxed one of our cars for the first time in forever. I hate that! Mm. Sure. I mean, in Florida, you need to wax them all the time; otherwise, the paint peels off. All right, so we're talking about busy because we really believe it impacts our lives negatively. I mean, I, I think it's it's huge, but we need to stop talking about all all of the negative stuff. But but I did find this quote out there, and just tell me if you think this is true: if Satan can't make you bad, he'll make you busy.
0: Oh, wow! That's really probably very, well. That's very true. I believe that to be very true, because if he can't corrupt you in the sense of bad in that way, then making you so busy that you don't allow yourself time to be Jesus wherever you go, that you don't allow yourself um, to minister along the way because you're so busy in the name of busyness, then he's got you just the same. He's distracted you from what should be really important. Do you think that's what that means?
1: I think it is. I think really that busyness—what you know—because if we're if we're effective for Christ, if our lives have been impacted by Jesus, then the danger for Satan is that our lives will infect other people with Jesus. But if we're so busy we're running to baseball, soccer, basketball, dance, cheerleading, whatever your thing may be, maybe it's bowling or maybe it's softball league or whatever it may be. If you're so busy going places, doing things, that you miss the people because you are always got to be on the go, absolutely makes us ineffective because we're not being good neighbors. So what do we do with that? I don't Whoa, know.
0: That was a whole lot of crickets. It was
1: <laughs> Yes, we do need to have a cricket button for moments like that. I mean, it's one of those things where, well, Michael, just pick up the phone for a second. Pick, pick up that phone for a second now. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself too busy, Michael? Um, I do, actually. And, and how does it impact your relationship with Sarah?
0: Um, You know, sometimes we just, we we, we end up finding time, making time
1: so that we can spend mm. time with each other, you know? Ultimately, that's what you have to do. it's work it's work all right so we're talking about being busy
0: i'm sorry jim i'm too busy posting this picture to to talk right now and
1: she is we're (laughs) on the air she's posting stuff okay but we're talking about being busy because we see busyness as a destruct. really it's the it's one of the most destructive forces in marriage and it's the one of the most destructive forces in christianity Busyness has destroyed the impact and the influence of Christianity in this country. I don't know about other countries. I don't live there. But Christians are busy. They're sucked into what? I'm I'm about ready to soapbox here. Martha's pointing her fingers at me.
0: I wanted to say something about that.
1: I just, I mean, Christians, seriously, you need to listen to this. Busyness is destroying your witness. So let's talk about that in the sense that
0: So many people can get busy that you'll say things like, you know, my husband and I, we're just like two ships passing in the night, or we, um, I got to go here and he's going to go there and you're, you know, whatever it might be. Well, guess what? We have to take responsibility for that. And we need to say, my priority should be spending time with you. So one of the things that we've learned the hard way is spending, if we're going to be busy... With something, let's make sure some of that is together and enjoyable. Yes?
1: Well, I think that we have to ask the question, how do we know if we're too busy? Here's how we know we're too busy. Okay, tell me. We live in a neighborhood of 30 townhouses. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Several of our neighbors are retired. Here's how we know we're too busy. They constantly say, you guys are too busy. You guys are never around. You guys are really busy. Do you guys know that you're really busy? We hear it all the time, which is how I know we're too busy.
0: Yes, but we do have to remind them that we work.
1: Or my parents come. <laughs> yes, we do have to remind them we have jobs. But I like my, my father's comment this weekend, he he said, you, I just get exhausted listening to you guys talking about your schedule. Mm. That's just sad.
0: So what are we going to do about it?
1: Well... I think we should live in a van down by the river.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's the answer. <laughs> but we do.
1: <laughs> Are we talking about just being too busy at work or at home?
0: Well, the work is, a, is, a, is an important thing, too, because you can be so I was, busy. I am still asking
1: a question. Oh. We're talking about be, being too busy at work, at home, in our marriage, with our kids, or with our neighbors.
0: All of the above.
1: All of the above. Because when we're busy, it impacts all of those things. Yes. All right. But does busyness impact our health, too?
0: Oh sure, it does.
1: There are days.
0: Well, you either don't eat right, you don't eat at all, you're grabbing stuff on the go that you isn't so healthy, or you're stressed. You're putting extra taxing on your heart. Um, I mean, have you ever just felt that? So I mean, many. I mean, just I mean,
1: listeners, have you ever felt that where you're so busy you feel the uptightness in your in your chest, like you're gonna have a heart attack because you're just like, I don't know, if I'm gonna catch up. I mean, it's. As you're rushing to pack so you can go on vacation. <laughs> Has that ever happened?
0: hmm mm. And then you pack too much, and then you're stressed about that. <laughs> and then you get to the airport, and then like, it shows what?
1: 51 two. pounds. Thank yeah. God we know.
0: That a pair of jeans weighs, weighs two almost, Yeah,
1: weighs over two pounds. So you yes. take your jeans off and just put them on where wear two no, pairs. No, don't take them save. off. Oh, take Put ones you're on. wearing take off. Them
0: out, take them not out, not take them off. Okay. Yes. I'll
1: <laughs> oh, thank you for that clarification. All right. So we've seen a lot of. Let's just. Here's how we know that this is a solvable problem. Solvable problem. Tell us. Well, you tell me. How do we know this is a solvable I don't know problem? You're
0: thinking. So okay, I'm thinking.
1: There. Here's what we know. When a marriage gets in crisis. Mm,
0: yes, we know this.
1: When a marriage gets in crisis. One spouse finally says, enough, I need to get your attention, I'm frustrated, I'm disconnected, I'm unhappy, there's something going on where the spouse is able to finally communicate that they are, they're not happy. Right. All of a sudden, the other spouse who has been too busy to listen and talk and communicate and pay attention to the marriage, all of a sudden, when they realize that their marriage is really about over, they find an amazing amount of time to work on the marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. At a time when it might be virtually too late. It's never too late. We've seen marriages right. recover from the pits of hell. But this is a spot where it is virtually too late because one spouse has become extremely embittered and, and disconnected.
0: So really, the question is, how do we get people to pay attention to that before it gets to the point of crisis? How can we say... Warning signal! Warning signal! Warning,
1: Will Robinson! Warning, Will Robinson! That only
0: works for people that
1: know can that relate show. <laughs> What's the that, name of that yes. show again?
0: Oh.
1: Michael, what was the name of that show? That show, the guy with the Crickets. weird robe, cricket. Crickets. He doesn't Crickets. know. He's too Crickets. young. He's too young. <laughs> no, he doesn't know I can't know think that, of it right so. now. Okay, all right, but
0: but the point. But, but how do you get people to pay attention? With
1: intentionality. Okay. Because we need to be on purpose, working on. The busyness, which means you will have to say this yes. all of it. You think this is a swear word, you think it is a swear word to say no, no. it is not a swear word. How many, how often did Jesus say no?
0: Um,
1: all I the don't time, I know
0: how many times? Well,
1: it, early in the morning, he got up, lost in space was the name of the show. Uh. That's right, it was. Thank you, Michael. Very good. All right, but it, it is. Jesus didn't say yes to everybody or he'd have been harried and crazy. He had time in the morning for time with his heavenly father. He, along the way, he had time for interruptions. Mm-hmm. He was really good at it. I, I mean, that's, I, I picked out some verses. Okay. That we could really talk about because it's it's important. This intentionally, as a married couple, Martha and I sit down and we look at our schedules the week ahead of time so that we know what's coming up so we can at least understand what's coming because a lot of times we set our schedules weeks in advance we set our show schedules months in advance and we don't know what's going to be around those things but we have to talk through it and know where we're going to get some margin Mm -hmm. so that's something we talk about and it's also we don't agree to an event that involves both of us unless we both agree even if that event may impact both of us but not involve both of us we still talk about it
0: actually we talk about events that are just ourselves too especially if it's on the weekend or at night
1: right because we're so busy during the day
0: well we that's our time together yeah even though we work together
1: all right so here we go uh romans 12 2 we've heard that verse a few times here on i work for him it might possibly be the i work for him key verse mm-hmm. romans twelve two. do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. But the way I like it is what the New Living Translation says. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. People, as Christ followers... We've got to be willing to change the way we think. And the world views busyness as like this um, badge of honor. But it's not.
0: Yeah, and you know, that's one of the things I will say. I think that the millennials have a better handle on this than we do. And I don't know if that's because they're learning from our mistakes. They're saying, I don't want to be like my parents. But I give them a lot of credit because our kids... And their friends are better around sitting around a fire at night, just watching the flames and enjoying each other's company than we are. Don't you think that's true?
1: I do think it's true. I know it's true. Because we have millennials in our family. Now, our our son, the millennial, absolutely could do that. Our daughter, the millennial? <laughs> no way. She doesn't ever sit still. You
0: know- Oh, I think she's better about spending time with off time.
1: Okay. All right. Hey, speaking of off time, um, making a Martha home the merry way, is, I think I scared off every guy that wanted to get that book for his <laughs> wife. If you want to get a book about how to make a Martha home, which is organized, but do it in a merry way by glorifying the Lord and, and not being so crazed busy, call the studio line, 877-943-9673, or email Martha, Martha at com. Martha at iWork, the number four, him.com. Okay, a great example of uh, another verse on busyness. Yes, tell us. Philippians 4, 6, and 7.
0: Go for it. Do not be
1: anxious about anything. Mm. How about that one? Any Christ followers out there feeling a little guilty after that verse? Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, every situation, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends or surpasses all understanding, because if you're stressed out, you shouldn't be at peace. And if you're being under attack, you shouldn't be at peace. If you're sick, you shouldn't be at peace. That's what the world tells us. And and if your world's falling apart around you, you shouldn't be at peace. That's what the world tells us. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, That's a powerful verse.
0: Yeah, that's one we probably really need to focus on. You know, we you, you mean, read You say it? we should
1: memorize it is what you're saying?
0: Well, yes. And um, there's so many parts to that. Just the don't be anxious part. You know, I think that was actually in our devotions this morning, even talking about the fact that um, if we are doubting what God is able to do. That's really where anxiousness comes from.
1: Yeah, We see a lot of friends. Again, let me just pick on you soccer moms and dads. Understand, we have seen the plague of children's sports on marriages. Your children will not be permanently damaged if they don't play sports five nights a week. Now, if you can make it a family activity... That's fantastic. Barbara in Largo, thank you so much for listening to iWork for him and for calling and getting a copy of Having Martha Home the Merry Way.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, Okay, but we need to to learn to say yes and no to things. And maybe it's we need less TV. Great way to do that at home. I mean, because if you're wasting any time watching TV, you are wasting time. Mm -hmm. We watch it sometimes over dinner. We, we but we try to limit not our Not
0: when we had kids at home. No we, no Let's not clarify when we had kids. That. That's right. So for us, I'm just gonna speak to that because only because we work together all day and sometimes we've talked a lot.
1: And Martha During needs day, a gym break.
0: And Jim needs a talk break. <laughs> so it goes both ways. I need a
1: talk break, but Martha needs a gym break for sure. We
0: kind of double dip and and we'll do that. But never did we have the TV on when our children were still at home because that was our opportunity to really have family time.
1: Except on Sundays for lunch, not dinner when NASCAR was on in Minnesota at noon.
0: Yeah, but that was background noise. It was but background noise. You're not sitting there. <laughs> it's All like right. you just wait for a crash. All
1: right, so but we have to ask ourselves questions. What are some things we can do to eliminate some busyness? We have to ask ourselves questions. Is this a necessary activity? Eliminate TV or most of TV. Make less commitments. And I'll tell you, make less friendships. I mean, instead of having a whole bunch of shallow friendships, have one or two really good couple friendships if you're married or single friendships if you're single. Mm -hmm. Have a couple of really great relationships that you can go deep in. That will make a bigger uh, difference. Make joint, if you're married, make joint scheduling decisions. If you're uh, a mom at home with kids, a single mom at home with kids or a single dad at home with kids, make, make the decisions with the kids. Don't make decisions for the kids. Recognize your need for margin. I mean, if you are constantly stressed and constantly going and you don't have time to get stuff done around your house because you're too busy, you've got got a problem. You you might need to go to Busy Anonymous. (laughs) All right, which is something Martha and I have been working on for 30, almost 31 years. All right, you're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, for Together on Tuesday as we talk about busyness. Hey, we're all too busy. We're obviously too busy. People are writing songs about it, Martha.
0: Yes, most definitely. We were talking about the fact that Cats in the Cradle is an old song that makes everybody very depressed, but it's the reality, and we don't want it. We don't want it be there. We don't want to live with regret. Well,
1: what? And, and the Cats in the Cradle thing is the father was too busy to invest in his son, and his son grew up just like him. I want yeah. to be just like you, Dad. I just want to be like you. All right, and he did. Mm-hmm. We don't want our kids to grow up regretting the fact we're never there. And how many of us are so busy, maybe we're so busy working or doing and making money to buy things that our kids don't need when really what they want is us. Mm-hmm. So so reduce your lifestyle and, and make a choice and spend more time with your kids. You only have your kids really for 13 or 14 years and then they all of a sudden think you're stupid and then you get them back, but after they're moved out, when they're in their early 20s, they start to think you're smart again. I mean, it, you don't, don't waste your time. Being busy,
0: well, working, yeah, and and wanting to be. And a we good made example. some of those mistakes. Oh, sure, we did. That's why this is. I'm 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 afraid to ask you what you think we should be doing differently.
1: <laughs> well, we did some really cool stuff, I and mean, with the radio, we've made it so that it doesn't involve as much travel time. Mm-hmm. Setting up a remote studio—that was a really cool thing. I think what we need to do is we need to practice these next three steps. The so three steps okay. to helping you not be so busy. Number one, make a stop doing list.
0: Ooh, how do you do that?
1: You make a stop doing list. Well, if you find something you're doing and you make a list to stop doing that,
0: can I stop ironing?
1: Yes, we could just dry clean everything.
0: No, if our budget
1: were to afford it, that would be a great way to do it. So, no, you can't stop ironing. And I always do the scanning when you're ironing, anyway. So oh, I
0: know. A- we we All right, I stop time. doing this. Oh, okay, what's okay. something we
1: can stop doing? What's something we can stop doing that takes up a lot of our time?
0: um
1: eating we should stop eating because i don't need to eat anyway i could go months without eating no you then you've wasted nothing okay stop doing what mm -hmm. could we honestly stop doing i can stop reading the whole book when i interview a guest that writes a book
0: yeah but that's a really it's a good thing
1: oh see that's it you have to sometimes say no to good things in order to say yes to great things But make a stop doing list.
0: Okay. You know, and they don't necessarily, here's a point. They don't have to be big things. It doesn't have to be like stop, you know, going anywhere and doing anything. But stop. Maybe you're um, looking at emails five times a day. Stop doing that. Maybe you only need to look at them three times a day. I know we look at them all day long. (laughs) So how, who's managed
1: by their email? Raise your hand. Only one hand. Everyone's managed by their email. Okay. So make a stop doing list. Good deal. Number two, give yourself permission to say no. no. We, I mean, that's some that has really, when we look at where we were 31 years ago, and, and we're you know we've known each other almost 35 years, the power to say no is has really changed, has really changed our marriage. Just mm-hmm. saying no, just say no. It Was Nancy Reagan's idea, but we need we've adopted it. Just say no.
0: Yes. And we, um, it's hard. Sometimes, you know, you, you feel guilty, but you can't be driven by guilt. You got to do what God's calling you to do. Right. But
1: this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Understand this, we're, we're doing right here. We're doing Busyness Anonymous right here. All right. Number three. So, number one was make a stop doing list. Number two, give your permission to say no. And number three, ask yourself the question Does the activity you're wanting to say yes to? impede on your non-negotiables for instance martha and i when we the kids were at home we had a non-negotiable dinner was together as a family Mm -hmm. sunday was a day that didn't involve regular work right after church on sunday we we didn't do regular work it didn't mean we weren't playing outside washing a car but but it wasn't Regular work. We never got in front of our computers on Sundays.
0: For example, when we had a, the insurance agency, you never met with a customer and sold them insurance on a Sunday. Never that on was... a
1: Saturday or Sunday. I had one appointment on a Saturday.
0: Yep. Yep. In herna Erna and
1: Richard. I remember their first <laughs> names. It was it. One time. Yeah. One time in 20 years. But
0: you made that a non-negotiable. You said, I'm not going to do that. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't times when you look at emails or, or do things. But that shouldn't be the mode. You should not be working seven days a week.
1: All right. You put on here a Facebook page. Yes. Now, Is this a Christian Facebook page? Yes. Tell us about it.
0: Okay. So Joshua Becker is his name, and he um, has a ministry called Becoming Minimalist. And I follow it on Facebook. And it just inspires you to think about if you're stuffed, is running your life you've got too much stuff
1: i'm not living in a tiny home don't get any ideas No, not but a tiny it can home. be
0: minimalist with your time too are you letting Ooh. your calendar so what's
1: that facebook page then
0: becoming minimalist
1: all right hey i hope you've enjoyed this conversation about being busy every one of you listening needs to practice those three things needs to practice uh having a a uh, stop. stop doing list. Giving your permission self permission to say no and asking does the activity impede on your non-negotiables. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Just keep this in mind. I, I Work For Him.